Welcome to the Knowledge Entrepreneurs Show, where we celebrate the innovators driving change in the education industry. At Edison OS, we work with over 500 knowledge entrepreneurs to turn their edtech ideas into profitable businesses. In today's episode of the Knowledge Entrepreneur Show, we have Sushil Agrawal, the founder CEO of Sarthi Pedagogy. Sushil comes with a vision to empower our existing educational system by improving the learning outcomes of each child in our country by educating the stakeholders about innovative pedagogy techniques, STEM kits, and AI-based learning management systems. Hi, Sushil. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Knowledge Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much for taking your time out to be here with me today. Thank you, Jagmohan. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. It's my pleasure, Sushil. Uh, so, Sushil, my first question is about your journey. Uh, can you walk us through your journey up until the point that you decided to uh, start uh, Sarthi Pedagogy? Yeah. So, uh, so I started my journey in 2009 when I was uh, I just passed my class 12th. Uh, uh, at that time, I got admission in Lahore University. Uh, I'm uh, abroad, but I chose to drop that and start my entrepreneurship journey at uh, I mean early early stage of my life after I uh, clearing my class twelve. Okay. So uh, uh, so I started with a small preschool in Ahmedabad. Uh, preschool basically you don't need uh, lots of capital. It it takes four four and a half lakh and no you can you can start a preschool. No much of government regulatories. Although my family comes from real estate background, but I felt that something can be done in education and uh, out of love, I started. It went well. Uh, from there, I learned lots of nuances of being in education, you know, uh, lots of challenges uh, of opening a small startup back in 2009 and uh, clicked that uh, from 2009 till 2016. Uh, in seven years of time, I ended up building two K-12 schools in Ahmedabad. And uh, so uh, I was doing fairly well in education industry, specifically in the running, the running and operating the school. Back 2016, I decided that now from here two schools, we will know uh, we will, will try to aim to go from two school to five schools. And to do so, we uh, I personally understood that uh, you need systems in place because without system, it's quite difficult to handle five schools altogether. Otherwise. Uh, your two or three schools will be running quite fair and other schools might be struggling uh, in terms of giving the quality education. Right. So, uh, in in excitement to that, uh, we started working on pedagogy. Uh, like how uh, to make a, to make in industries, how if you want to make a quality product and consistently want to make quality product. So, you need to, as a uh, company or industry, need to focus on the SOPs. Right. Similarly, SOPs are termed as a pedagogy in education industry. Like we need to focus on teaching learning processes, which we call pedagogy. Right. Better teaching learning processes delivers better outcome. And better outcome basically helps students to know, uh, shape the future in a much brighter way. Right. So uh, from 2016 till 2019, uh, I spent almost three years of my life in learning the pedagogies across the world, uh, implementing it, uh, considering the challenges which our Indian schools have. Because... Uh, being in India, running in Indian school, you always have three challenges. A, you cannot change student. B, you cannot change teacher. C, you cannot change infrastructure. I mean, keeping these three limitations uh, uh, with you, now you need to make it something better out of it. Right. So, uh, we customized the pedagogy as per Indian format and it worked well. Uh, 2019, I got good success in my personal both schools. In, 2000, in 2019, I pivoted in a way that instead of growing more in terms of number of schools, why don't uh, I help and support the existing schools, the schools which are already built? Because 
like by 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 myself growing in number of schools i can i can you know in in let's say 10 years span 10 years around uh, the line i can help 10000 students 15000 students by by but by supporting other schools i can i can reach to the larger masses right so uh, 2020 i decided to start something which can help schools uh, specifically in affordable schools across india uh to uh, support them help them in their journey and help them to improve the quality of education acts and provide quality access to the quality of education to the large number of students right uh to do so uh, there has been no multiple challenges which we faced in the initial years because working with school is always uh, a difficult uh, thing to do and uh, working in education space where you no know, large players are already doing uh, past several years so we first of all understood the fundamentals of the uh, indian mindsets uh, because Till till last ten years, I was in the I was sitting on the that side of the table. I was running an operating to the school. Yeah, Now yeah. I have decided to come on this side of table where I want to sell to the school. So right. there is a different journey. Although I was aware about the problems which uh, school management, teacher, or students face first time in my initial years, I have also worked as a teacher for two to three years because when you don't have teacher, you need to go to the classrooms and start teaching because uh, you are you you want to make sure that show must go on. Right. So I got lots of uh, experience, exposure of being the several stakeholder uh, in last ten years. So the taking the new hat, uh, uh, we 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 uh, are pretty much sure that if you want to work with the schools, specifically the mid-tier schools, affordable schools, schools who are charging fees between fifteen thousand rupees to fifty thousand rupees per annum, you cannot you cannot. Uh, ask anyone to know increase the wallet share. School will not pay you anything extra. Neither parents will uh, pay you anything extra. Keeping the cost same, how you can know uh, optimize the cost which they are uh, already uh, uh, paying. So, running uh, around that model, we uh, built up Sadh Pedagogy, where we right now we 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 are working with more than four thousand schools across India, and uh, uh, for each school to each school, we provide textbooks. Parents pay for the textbooks. At the cost of textbooks, we grow, we give them the LMS AI backed LMS, which has student application, teacher application, and management application. And each application supports individual stakeholder to uh, solve their problem. Uh, like student app helps students. Let's say student have hundred doubts. Right now, either school teacher can solve the doubt, or they need to go to some extra tuition classes. Right. What is our ambition? That out of hundred, if we can, if if our application uh, with the help of videos, question bank, if If it if it can help to solve at least eighty to ninety doubts, it it will be a great help for the child. Right. Access of learning at the home at the at the wish of their palm. So, so so uh, this is this is how we have helped the students in uh, improving the learning outcome at home. Uh, teacher application supports teacher in reducing the mechanical tasks. Teacher usually spends six to eight hours uh, in preparing the question bank, lesson plan, lots of other stuff. We thought that teacher investing lots of staff room time into the mechanical task. Why don't we automate that and no uh, give this spare time in utilizing or in improving the uh, education? Right. So we with the help of teacher app, almost teaching teaching preparation time got reduced from six hours to twenty 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 five minutes. Wow. And management uh, application uh, helps uh, school to give a brief overview. Like if I say back two thousand sixteen. me as in principal if i want to know appreciate any particular teacher or even even though i am aware that out of 100 teachers there are 20 teachers who are doing you know splendidly well but again because i don't have any data to appreciate them separately uh, on the plain ground uh, in front of everyone i always miss those chances so now i got empowerment that 
I have accurate data that okay, top who are my top ten teachers, who are my top twenty teachers. How teachers who have achieved or who have been able to achieve higher learning outcomes. I mean, out of ten concepts that teachers are teaching, there is a teacher where almost eight concepts students are understanding. So schools need to appreciate teachers, motivate teachers at the right point of time. Otherwise, the major challenges which current Indian schools are facing is the attrition. Almost twenty to thirty percent teachers, you know, uh, used to leave the school uh, year on year after every year. Right. because of because of not getting recognized uh, on a timely basis so this was over a journey uh, 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 in the meanwhile when building the startup uh, building the sarthi we raised three rounds uh, first round with angel second with uh, a family office third with the uh, uh, india's oldest vc gvfl and uh, journey is going on right now we are highly ambitious about uh, reaching to 25000 schools in next three years and uh, uh, in the in the due course we have been uh, on the continuous improvement mode because we are all we are also on the learning journey every new day we are learning lots of thing every day new day we are trying to know improve ourselves uh, from the previous day and it's going on great social social you said india's oldest vc who's that i missed it uh gvfl gvfl gujarat venture uh, yes fancy social uh, Let's go back a bit to the days when you started preschool. First of all, uh, it's um, it's great that you know after twelfth standard you decided that you're gonna uh, venture upon your entrepreneurship journey, right? Uh, but um, is is that got to do with? Uh, I saw that you're from Ahmedabad, Gujarat, the place of business people mostly, and you know people say that they're born with business acumen and stuff. Uh, you said your family was already into real estate. and then uh, you started right after your 12th does it have to do that you're from gujarat your family was in business your family were also they also liked that you wanted to, you were going to get into business is that how it was so so, so basically what happened i uh, almost stopped my state board and uh, in whole class 12th uh, my parents and everyone was so much excited you no know, study hard you no know, get good marks why good marks because we will get the admission the good college and which will shape your future in a in much better way although i cracked the uh, one of the uh, in the world's second largest uh, or second best mechanical university which is lockport university london you can also wow. check it online and uh, uh, then certainly something happened in australia in 2009 some indian student versus australian students was going on in australia right, some right, no, right. yes right. media coverages was going yeah, yes 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 and suddenly after that news all my family members was against that okay we i mean that is unsafe outside let's let's know do something here and so that was the moment when uh, personally i felt that okay look it, it it takes only one news to know shift the mindset of so what uh, so then i at the time i thought okay i am helpless because i am not able to take decisions of my own life and at the time i thought okay up now i should do something of my own so that at least chote bade decisions of your life you can uh, take it by yourself even though uh, i was courageous but i was mentally prepared first for worst i was mentally prepared worst was ki i have 4 years if i am not starting this then i have option of studying in the college although i have completed my mechanical engineering from amdavad so i was prepared that there is nothing to lose i mean worst will be i might not be able to get successful in the education space but i i thought that this four year are for me to experiment as much as possible so that uh, if nothing then i can complete my engineering after four years which uh, so with that thought i started uh, and what pushed me 
because when you start something there are lots of people know who are keenly watching you to know uh, what what you is doing and so i it was immense amount of pressure uh, on me that okay now start if i started then i have to crack it so i personally visited uh, i in my initial days of my schooling i have find out 100 ways of doing free of cost marketing beat uh, you know uh, going to paper vendors early 3 am in the morning and distributing uh, pamphlets or uh, uh, hanging the billboards on uh, electric pole i mean because you don't have money to you know do any kind of formal marketing right and you so so that things helped me to you know learn low cost execution uh, at very initial days of my life great so after 12th you decided that you will take 4 years of time to uh, check what you'll do if things didn't go well you were prepared to do engineering in the next 4 years no 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 i have started engineering along in 2009 itself oh, right. i mean so you did so this I had... business while you were doing it yes yes oh, yes yes wow. exactly 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 okay but how did you uh, so you were able to pull it off doing engineering as well as running a preschool business I mean, although you are recording, but I don't want to. I see in India engineering still is, uh, and all I, I came from an ICSE background, ICSE uh, syllabus. Right. So for me, engineering was not that uh, uh, tough to crack. Wow. Okay. Difficult to crack. I mean, uh, I hardly took one week to you know clear all the exams, and uh, things got cleared. No, makes makes complete sense, you know, because uh, I've also done my engineering, and uh, looking back now, I know that. engineering periods uh, you know that four years is the time of your life when you have the most time most free time you can do whatever Correct. you want because Correct. if yeah. you sit one month before the exam dates you can finish everything and you know yes. Yes. you refer to the previous year's question papers yes. you yes. clear yes. and all that thing awesome yes. uh, so uh, what was it that made you choose preschool despite your parents or your family was into real estate and there the money is also more in real estate right i mean it's yes yeah but what made you choose education and preschooling uh, very very natural way of uh, getting there i mean see uh, at at that age you if you go to restaurant you feel that okay restaurant is a business wherever you spend money you feel that this is a business uh, which is profitable and uh, which you should do correct i tried multiple uh, i thought before uh, jumping concluding the preschool but in all other businesses my dependency was on some professional people i mean be it in restaurant it is it was dependent on the chef in some other industry it was not that big industry i was not uh, limited with the finance right with all check boxes i found preschool as an uh, ideal business because capital investment was not much 4 4 and 1/2 lakh i invested that time right you don't need any government approvals right you do me myself was uh, from the education background uh, for, was studying past 12 years so and I was a bright child so i was aware ke school ke what are the problems of school and how it can be uh, cracked and so i felt that oh, uh, this i can uh, no uh, crack uh, in a easier way got it social social and the preschool thing did you choose a franchise or was it your own I started with my I started with my own there no franchise I uh, although I studied the lots of franchise model but then I thought ke uh, you don't have money franchisee was like 15 lakh 20 lakh I had 4 4 1/2 lakh so everything was to be done at uh, lowest cost possible so uh, franchisee was not option available to me because the cost was not uh, suitable capital was too high great great 
And uh, what was the kind of business that was happening with your preschool? Did you scale up your preschool or did you just run one preschool through your engineering? So, uh, first year itself, uh, I was fortunate that the area where I started my preschool, uh, at the, in that area, there was no English medium schools. And in 2009, there was a absolute craze of you know sending a child to the English medium schools. I mean, in Gujarat specifically, I'm speaking. Right. So, uh, I got you know, uh, quite uh, very, very uh, high mileage in my first year itself. I got 70 admissions. Wow. Uh, in 70 admissions, uh, first year, I mean, everything was shorted. I mean, uh, now monthly you need to spend 35,000. You are getting 70,000. So, you have started making profit in the first year itself. So that kicked me a lot and I, then I thought, okay, okay, now with this savings, I will build an EMI, I will get my EMI run and with that capital which I gain, I will buy the land and then it, this, this cycle will run and in the same cycle in seven years, getting the profits, uh, investing again in the lands, investing, uh, uh, building the school, getting more number of rooms and then you know, going further. Wow, okay. So uh, the place where you started your preschool was your own land? No, it was, yeah, home was uh, our ancestors' home. I mean, uh, my grandfather's uh, home. Uh, but I paid you, rent to, uh, yeah. Got it, you paid rent. And you're saying from the earning that you made from preschool, you started buying land and you started constructing buildings. Yes. Yes. Wow. yes. The, okay. Yes. Okay. So obviously, I mean, uh, was this, did you have a team? There were, was there somebody to guide you in the business? Uh, my father, my father was uh, very much helpful across this journey because he was, uh, because he comes from a real estate background. So he supported me in understanding the land matters. Although I used to handle cash, but he used to handle all the intellectual requirement in the due courses of buying and you know, uh, uh, taking land in the, uh, in our position. Got it. Uh, Sushil, uh, this might, I don't know how it comes across to you, uh, but to me, you know, see, in that age when you're doing engineering, your dreams are not, may not be huge because uh, it's very limited. The kind of people you are with the students, you may not look into the future and stuff like that. Uh, and you know how it is getting money during engineering when you're studying. Uh, I mean, even a little bit money is huge for you to go out, spend and stuff like that. But what made you think that you need to grow on it rather than enjoying the money, rather than reinvesting? You know, that mindset also, was it your father who was telling, you know, don't waste it, do this, or was it your own thing? So, uh, I I would like to know, uh, say that uh, the our community, I mean, I come from an uh, Banya community, specifically Agrawal, come from an no, business community. Right. So, around me, there were almost everyone was the, you know, big fat people. I mean, they have thousands of crores and running the empire so i and i and when i used to introduce myself i look very much small in front of them so i felt i also want to know uh, start something of mine because for me reference point was in my family itself there are 10 people who have done businesses of thousand crore and above so uh, so I, I'm, I'm more inspired by those people okay, okay they have done that in 60s 70s and 80s and we are in 20s so Definitely, we have far better resources and we should utilize that as much as possible. Great. You had uh, the people who you compared yourself to was or aspired yourself based on was yeah. already people who were doing well and stuff. Great. So, um, the preschool was going on till you did your engineering. And uh, at what point did you decide, okay, you know, it's, it's fine now. We can I can go ahead and build a school and uh, run schools. 
so in the next year itself i mean 2009 it was peaceful and the next year itself when school got set i then i uh, took the government approvals of uh, uh, starting the school uh, i got i got permission of grade 1 to 5 in the first year right and uh, i mean year on year i increased the classes by in 2013 i invested in second school so likewise uh, it happened in by in 7 years uh, preschool become two k12 schools uh, in from 2009 to 2016 got it so you got uh, permission and approvals to run classes till 12th grade yes yes yes, yes. got it sushil sushil uh, in the journey of you running schools and preschools what are the what are some of the very important lessons that you learned about the education in india i uh, i learned that there are four major challenges which our indian education system has and still uh, it, it is not rectified and government is addressing that it is uh, government and schools are accepting that it is not rectified the first and foremost challenge is the rote learning is a part of our education system i mean students are mugging up the concept and because we as an educator or we as a teacher we don't if if somebody someone is giving the right answer let's say what which is what is the capital of india and someone is writing delhi so i mean you cannot identify whether it is rote although this is a rote learning question but even students are doing rote learning the maths and uh, other particular subjects so it's very difficult for teacher to identify whether the answer given has been no rote or been understood and given so first is rote learning the becoming the major challenge second the lack of uh, lack of infrastructure to measure the learning outcome i mean be like let's say for an example you visit a doctor right the first thing which doctor uh, brings out is his thermometer because without measuring because 99 is a normal body temperature 101 is the uh, high it, it just it just matter of 2 degrees which uh, uh, makes you healthy to an elderly person right so you need you need precise thermometer to you know make sure but schools don't have that uh, leverage of any kind of framework or tools to measure that okay i have taught 1000 concept how many concepts students have understood right now the available information for the school is that okay we have completed the syllabus but that doesn't solve the purpose parents still need to know pay three times for even in fact the learning one chapter right it it is one of the one of the biggest challenge which are uh, it is one of the pandemic which is going on and which we are not knowing education pandemic because how foolish it is you as a parent are paying three time to learn one chapter itself i mean one you are once you are paying to the school then you are paying to some tuition classes third you are paying to some edtech company i mean what's going on right and third and fourth challenges are that lack of infrastructure lack of teaching resources i mean uh, because if you uh, if you leave 12 13 cities of india leave ahmedabad hyderabad bangalore after that there is a high scarcity of uh, getting you no know, uh, experienced teacher so these are the challenges which i understood in my journey that uh, we as an educators are facing and still we are not not we are not able to solve that but yes uh, as an educator me and my community i i see that there is an high inspiration of uh, you know getting it solved and everyone is working toward it in fact government is also working toward it uh, the uh, and uh, and few evidences which i can say is that if you go through the nep 2020 or ncf which is related, these are all the steps which uh, one should take and they have taken to make sure that now now from here the 30 years looks much better than what we have been uh, doing in past 10, 10 years got it sushil great sushil um, 
you said you know you had your two schools and then you wanted to scale up to five schools and then you know that's when uh, you realize that for five schools you need systems and processes and that's when you start your journey in pedagogy you basically are trying to solve for your existing schools and right. you wanted to build more schools and scale it up and therefore you start yes 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 you said you spent 3 years can you uh, walk us through that journey of 3 years you know where did you start who are the people you met how much did you dig what are the things you learned then so uh, basically uh, i want to know uh, confess that uh, till 2016 i was also not aware about the word pedagogy in a in a very deeply deeper way but right. because things are when you are getting you know when your life is secured so you don't yeah 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 it's not a pain point for you it was not a pain point for me and so but when i exactly wanted to know when i focus on education to a level ki jahan pe i want to improve it to a greater extent at that time i understood the uh, word pedagogy that we need to focus on that and see i didn't did anything rocket i didn't do any choose uh, build any rocket science what i did is first rather than reinventing the wheel visit all the best economists of the world who have already been doing well i mean without without quality education economies don't survive right. don't uh, no uh, prosper i picked up china i picked up israel i picked up japan i picked up us i picked up uh, uh, finland because these are the these are some economies who are, where people are doing fabulously well i mean the 40 kilometer area of california 40 40 40 to 100 kilometer and whole global inventions are going over there so so then understood their pedagogy that what exactly teaching styles they are using something in and some every pedagogies has something better in themselves like in us you have flipped classroom model where student first understand try to understand by themselves and then te- learn from the teacher this helps to basically become more inquisitive because when you are understanding any chapter for the first time definitely at that time you are not going to get any question right by the time you get the question as in child i am speaking by the time you get the question teacher is already on the second chapter right i mean it's very very difficult for a child to know, basically uh, give the think time to themselves to basically understand the chapter right uh, similarly i loved uh, kaizen approach of uh, japan where you no know, uh, the the focus is on on the daily improvement i mean bigger milestones are divided into smaller milestones and only focus is on that say if, if if you ask a child who is scoring 50% in exam if you ask the child if you give him the target of uh, no uh, getting at 80 definitely he is not even going to attempt because he feels that it's quite impossible for that but if you give him the target that now in next examination you need to which you need to jump from 50 to 55 it is possible for him and if you appreciate that okay you have grown in if you have given the almost 20% growth in your uh, 10% growth in the from the previous uh, marks and you appreciate on that factor right that factor becomes motivating for them okay 55 is also getting valued because it, i am giving 10% growth from the previous uh, marks so there are multiple things which we have uh, accumulated from uh, different pedagogies and try to fit into the indian pedagogies right. the indian framework how it will get set to the indian framework and it worked uh, so in this three year when it 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 spend it uh, i spend on uh, understanding the pedagogies second year implementing third year implementing in the better way because see whenever you are implementing anything in the first way there are some challenges which you, you know learn and overcome it's a trial and error method uh, so so it took 3 years to get you know get the good results out of it 
got it sushil sushil uh, before i go into the topic that we are talking i just like to take a little detour because when it comes to education a lot of people talk about finland and uh, you also mentioned finland because is it true that uh, in the whole world the highest paid teachers are from finland finland pays absolutely them? see uh, i might i might not have the you know uh, ab- absolute correct data of uh, the uh, whether they are getting highest paid or not but see i studied finland model uh, but the challenges between finland and india is totally different uh, over there there is a population is quite less i mean uh, there are you in classroom you have 20 10 students 15 students so there is a different landscape and different problems which both the countries are solving right so uh, Finland uh, basically helps child to become you no know, self mature, self understand that okay this these are the do's of life, these are the don'ts of life. But not hundred percent Finland model can be replicated to Indian structure. Although it 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 can be, but it it uh, India will still take twenty twenty five years from here to you no know, uh, get anything like that. Got it. Sushil, so when you studied all the you know existing pedagogies, whatever uh, improvements that you took. when you had to implement in your schools right um, what are the challenges that you faced while implementing were there resistances from say the three stakeholders the three stakeholders are students teachers and uh, dad and mom right so what are the challenges that you faced did you face any challenges at all first of all so see uh, i was i was aware that Uh, this is something which is not out of the syllabus for uh, teachers first of all because teachers are the core pillar of uh, running the show yeah if i don't take them and the confidence it is impossible to implement anything because until unless then it will work only to the days when you are present in the school it will not work when you are not there in the school right so so my approach was quite mature and during the part of the research i mean uh, it was so i was very much clear ke i don't want to force Uh, uh this as an implementation that tomorrow we will start doing this thing it should always be a learning journey for every one of us and uh, uh, at the time of research i made a committee i mean i we almost seven eight teachers uh, in fact 10 12 teachers worked together it was not only me who have uh, uh, no build this pedagogy it's my team of teachers who have successfully researched even i was the part of it so the ambition was and goal was pretty much aligned between uh, me and teachers that okay if we want to do it and something we all are doing for something betterment of the education system and we and we are help, we are grateful that we are part of it i mean we enjoy that uh, spirit great got it sushil so so uh, yeah sorry did you want to say add more i mean so that helped me a lot i mean that just helped me a lot because at student level parent level they are definitely going to get happy because now what we are saying is that we instead of focusing on just teaching we are focusing on whether students are understanding or not so parents are very much aligned with the thought teachers are also aligned because our ambition was quite pure our, our goals were quite pure and uh, we ex- actually want to improve the quality of education in fact i can say that uh, in 2017 18 out of 100 teachers 40 50 percent teaching staff have brought down their their stu- uh, child from other school to our school because teachers themselves started loving the things that okay yes we now our focus is very much uh, aligned with the you uh, know uh, making sure that students understand the concept got it what are the top 3 changes that you brought about on a high level uh, on a high level let's say the first thing was that uh, what we identified that let like class in in class 4 child is not able to understand geometry for an example 
सो वॉट यू मी और टीचर आर डूइंग इज दैट वी आर ट्राइंग टू री एक्सप्लेन दोमेट्री अगेन एंड अगेन वी आर ट्राइंग टू हेल्प पुशिंग जोमेट्री वॉट यू आइडेंटिफाइड एंड अंडरस्टूड दैट देर इज अ लार्जर गैप इन दी अंडरस्टैंड प्री नॉलेज आई मीन चाइल्ड इज इनफैक्ट नॉट अवेयर अबाउट कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ एडिशन ऑल्सो सो इट्स वी आर वी आर फाइटिंग दी रॉन्ग बैटल the battle is with the addition we are fighting with the geometry right. and that is the major reason why students find disinterested in studies specifically in maths uh, after the year and year right. i mean there there has been never a case where child is not interested in class 1 and 2 but he started getting interested in 3 and 4 no it, there will be no case uh, you will find in sir yeah. if child is never not interested in class 1 and 2 he will he is not going to get interested up to the higher studies yeah we just waiting to for class 10 when maths he can skip the maths and take biology at that particular uh, at uh, you know uh, at that particular time so the first primary changes uh, which we have done the superficial uh, at this uh, core level is that starting understanding the pre concept pre knowledge of the child and redesigning the teaching plan according to it second major challenge is that we directly started jumping on the chapter i mean it's plain vanilla in a way tomorrow we are going to learn chapter algebra and then teacher start teaching the nuances of algebra but there is a large disconnect even in fact you must be also in your school days you must be also saying that why we are learning algebra yeah, where it is going time. to help yes i mean this is the this is notion which we also had in our school days and in fact the current rush is also having the school days because we have been never taught the purpose of learning yeah If purpose of learning was not clearly aligned, so what we did that we took we took almost thirty minutes for every chapter to define the purpose. That today, if you have eat, today if you have eight vegetables right. or if you had food on your plate, algebra has been the biggest factor uh, in uh, bringing you so because until unless you don't have mechanism to know from the farming to warehouses to bringing to uh, uh, you know uh, vegetable vendors to your home. everything is maths and this maths has been successfully uh, been uh, you know taken care with the help of algebra so aligning the child with the purpose brings helps them to know learn in a uh, you know much uh, easier way right so these are some improvements which I, then one more thing uh, which i want to share sure what we understood that why child is doing rote learning see rote learning is the biggest part of the biggest yeah. threat to the education system so we understood that okay rote learning is happening because teacher is teaching then teacher is giving question answers and then we are conducting examination right these are the three steps which schools are following right now you child don't have any option or alternative to score less marks in exam everyone be it principal teacher or parent will say that you have to score good marks in examination correct right now in this process let's say child is not able to understand in the class and he want to score good marks in exam what option that child is left with rote learn i mean memorize marks there is no other though there is no other option that child is left with correct now problem don't start from here problem starts from the day when the child scores good marks doing after doing the rote learning and they get appreciated by teachers parents principal that oh you have done a great job that moment uh, no influence in a way ki okay the method which i have chose to score this marks is the right method and i should repeat that again and again right. that is the prime of is the reason why rote learning has been the part of our education system to crack that what we have done we have we have stopped giving the question answers we found that our job is to explain the chapter our job is not to constrain the chapter into few questions 
right questions unlimited questions can be framed we need to empower students to know uh, get ready to get any kind of question by the an answer with the uh, best knowledge which they have that basically help you no know, create a cycle initially school uh, students felt difficult because without having the uh, answers it's uh, you no know, uh, it's quite difficult to uh, you know write an exam even parents uh, then we explain all the parents and students that look in four examination worst will be your child will score zero marks worst will be that nothing more than that right. is going to happen but it is going to prepare them to the right method right teaching method right learning method okay my focus should not be to mugging up the question answer my focus should be to understanding the chapter right. and that basically improve the students attention in the class itself the earlier teacher need to know control the class teacher need to know uh, give uh, no but uh, there are lots of challenges which teacher used to face while explaining the chapter in the class now student also are aligning with the understanding the, the chapter because student knows that i need to deeply understand chapter because questions can come from the any part of the chapter right so these are the few improvements which we have tried by bringing in the education system got it sushil sushil uh, before i uh, move on just a simple stuff uh, so you said you know solving the fundamentals has been important for a fourth grader i understand but what did you how did you solve the problem when you found out somebody in eighth grade you know who spent seven years not knowing anything somehow you know they've come here uh how did you manage to uh, have some separate um, ramp up classes for them for them to kind of brush up all the basics is that how you solved the problem so we we uh, made parents as a major stakeholder uh, see because uh, ambition was clear motto was clear that we need to help child earlier what used to happen parent it was parent versus school parents versus teacher you taught i didn't taught you did this you that that then we understood that there we three are the core stakeholders and we need to align our vision to support the child right so at that time we brought parents as a part of our stakeholder we took their help that okay look there are 50 concept which is difficult to explain in the school but these are the areas where child need to understand you help them the, at their home so parents have also become the major part of uh, the, the teaching learning process great social you said you know you solved the pedagogy part for your schools and then you thought you know if you're only going to keep it to your school you might scale it up to 20000 students but then you know you wanted to reach out to the higher masses and then you know take it in a different way so where did this idea come about you know uh, you decided to make it a saas right um, what yes. was the pedagogy that you had solved so when you solved it it was not a saas i believe by 2019 yes 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 um so uh, how did this transition happen uh you know because you didn't have a software background so you had to build a team can you walk us through that entire transition process yeah so by 2019 everything was manual i mean it was yeah. whole pedagogy was working on paper and pen hmm. uh, when i uh, initially into late 2019 when i experimented with five other schools uh, five other private schools which was not owned by me i faced lots of challenges beat aligning the teachers uh, with our vision because there is a friction between because they are experienced teachers they feel that okay we have been teaching with this method past 20 years with this guy you know who want to uh, bring changes to the education system because there is a lots of acceptability issues uh, which we faced in 2019 and lately we understood that the major reason and that is that we are trying to increase in the in the sake of improving the quality of education we are trying to increase the burden on teachers from the one or the other way uh, and 
formally it will not work when you professionally when you work with the other schools if you really want to make teachers a part of a stakeholder if you want to give two two tasks to them you need to reduce 10 tasks from them then they will uh, happily accept the uh, two tasks which exactly you want to give yeah, yeah. i mean before reducing 10 tasks don't try to add two more tasks to their kit uh, so now to reduce that 10 tasks technology was the biggest uh, tool which uh, can only help us uh, in that journey so by 2019 uh, we uh, started building technology we have uh, late 2019 we have hired uh, tech guys uh, although i don't come from a tech background but uh, with the help of my inner circle uh, we managed uh, cto and uh, the team and uh, we built the product uh, from 2020 got it and uh, how how long did it take for you to roll out the product and then you know go ahead and pitch it and what at what point did you need the investment to come in the angel round so so, uh, 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 I and COVID started together 2020 and uh, at that time in the uh, month of Jan, Jan Fab was uh, very much excited. Okay, we are going to crack. But suddenly something happened in March. March, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, 2020, uh, our, we kept our focus on you know, building the product. Although the demand for technology and uh, from the school to use the technology got steeply increased. So 2020, we we focused, uh, we we served 100 schools, and uh, we focused uh, on building textbooks and technology. Uh, all the mid of the uh, session by June 2020, we have rolled out our first version of the product. And uh, uh, once we scaled up to the 100 schools, and once we got the feedback from the 100 schools, we uh, and at that time, at that era, there was lots of you know uh, things happening across the tech industry. So at that time, we thought that okay, if we don't want to miss the train. We also need to know steeply uh, maintain our growth rate uh, in a in an aggressive way. and in that due course we raised up we focused on raising a first round. Got it, Sushil. Sushil, earlier you mentioned, you know, you were targeting affordable schools who were charging fees annually between fifteen thousand and fifty thousand rupees, and you didn't want to. The wallet factor is not going to increase. You have to play within whatever is available. How did you crack yes. it? So, what changes you made to kind of fit in? This is something which, you no know, uh, special recipe which we had. So, uh, see, we, did, uh, we don't have any magic, uh, magic stick. We focus on very uh, uh, traditional way of uh, doing so. We cut down all possible costs. We uh, optimized all possible uh, product building costs. Recurring costs, we focus on the recurring costs. Those costs which we, we need to spend on the every textbooks, every single textbook, bit printing, bit sales, bit support. So we, we did a lots of cost optimization exercise to a greater level. And that helped me to know uh, if, if anyway, if, uh, if in industry uh, people are building at 100 rupees, we are, we are building the same product at 50 rupees. So that level of cost optimization which we have done. Got it. And you're not expecting extra money apart from whatever the students are already paying. So that means you had yeah. to go and help school also to cut down costs, correct? And that cost that you save for the school is what you're getting it as revenue for you. No, 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 no. So how it worked? Yeah. So how it worked? So we, we found out that uh, there's an economy of textbooks. I mean, uh, uh, out of 30 crore students uh, who study in our education system, every student, every parent used to pay almost uh, 1.5k to 2.53k per annum to the uh, uh, to, uh, for purchasing the textbooks. 
we took as an we took that as an opportunity and we uh, started uh, giving textbooks and get collecting the same amount and giving everything extra a plus b plus c plus d of free of course to the schools and uh, the parents got it your front end product was a textbook uh, the yes. money that you collected from giving the textbook but so the students don't use the cbse textbooks is it the government printed textbooks so uh, in india there are private schools who have liberty to choose textbooks of uh, uh, for icse schools yeah icse cbse in fact CBSE state board schools also oh, okay. state board schools are. okay oh that's where you make a difference so they are not going and buying the ncert the government printed textbooks so they are they are buying ncert also but let let's say there are uh, from nursery till class 12 there are 15 classes So from six onwards, they are buying NCERT. Six or uh, most of the schools do from eight onwards. But there is a large uh, space available from nursery till grade five or five to eight. Got it, social. So social, you are selling to the parents via schools or your direct. Direct. Okay, got it. So schools. No, no, via. Via schools. So schools are kind of yes. you know. So you have to sell it to the schools. You have to sell the idea to the schools, and then you yes. know, schools in turn communicate to the parents that you know what yes. these are the benefits yes. and stuff like that. Yes, it's correct. Got it. um social of course you know your uh, you've cracked a model uh, it's not just about sales it's not about pushing and all that you know there is a certain um adjustment that you've made there's a certain blending in that you've done which is enabling the schools also to support you and you know sell on behalf of you to the parents now at the end of the day you have to still go and sell to schools and you're you've onboarded close to 3000 4000 schools by now and uh, you said just within 3 4 months of launching you were onboarded 100 schools from whom you got the feedback and stuff how did you reach 100 schools in such a short span of time i mean was it your network was it word of mouth what was it so we started visiting the schools i mean uh, i feel that see it's it's not like schools are not buying schools are already buying i mean if you if you see schools balance sheet they are already spending 50% 60% of their uh, receivables on one other another thing correct it's like you need to convince them on the value proportion i mean in india there is a lots of value for money uh, model works so if so uh, when we visited schools we show we showed them value so you have two option a pay the price get only textbooks b pay the price get textbooks plus a plus b plus c plus d now it's it's up to you it's it's up to your wisdom that what option uh, no uh, which you should choose or for i mean what decision which you should take so that value for money uh, concept worked well uh, because uh, majorly schools come from an uh, affordable category yes so that helped us to crack more number of schools got it and what was your journey from the 100 to 1000 school thousand uh, schools uh, i mean did, was was yours you know you had to hire a sales team um, and you are present across india am i correct yes it's 26 states across india okay so you have your teams across india you yes, you yes. sell on, on like face to face sales is what happened yes, yes, i believe right yes 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 okay so how did you build the sales team so did you do you have offices in all the states or uh, you only have the sales people working from different states like a couple of them how how does it work so uh, basically we don't need uh, we are uh, we are uh, we are lucky that we don't need to have in multiple offices because sales team usually work from home they start their day from home and ends their day back to the home because they use they usually spend their time visiting the schools and meeting different people at the school right so uh, 
so i mean to scale from 0 100 schools to 1000 uh, school uh, you know you know you the company has three pillars the first is product second is sales and third is uh, support operations and uh, other support so we you need to build team around that you need to build people bring people who can build the product be it technology be it content be it stem then you need to uh, focus on second part which is sales you need to bring people who are from the industry who knows the nuances of working with the school who knows the idea of you know selling to the school we did that and third is operations because there are lots of hr lots of finance lots of you know logistics uh, work which happens so we managed everything parallelly and uh, we scaled up in that sense got it social so social uh, yours is clearly you know um, it's a it's a time consuming activity each sales person can only do so much so obviously if you have to you know you said you're looking at uh, 20 10000 schools by next year yeah by next year 7 to 10000 schools 7 to 10000 schools and this can happen only by growing the size of your sales team is that correct there are uh, multiple ways of doing it. so a uh, you can you can like we are doing all we are we are stretching all our levers first is growing more in terms of more number of sales team second because uh, we Uh, last year we expanded to 120 new cities so we are expecting that this year we will crack let's say last year on average we have cracked uh, 15 to 20 schools in each cities this year we will add more another 20 schools to those cities so natural expansion is there uh, second uh, growing in terms of reference bases there are lots of distributors lots of schools who refer to other schools and uh, the sales team conversing uh, sales team conversing so all three together will help us to uh, meet our goals which we have uh, planned for us got it social social you you also said that you know you're looking at affordable schools which are you know which have the fees range between 15000 to 50000 that means you're not focusing much in the metro cities i believe you are making... no metro city no no so all metro cities across india so if if i uh, quote you some number uh, if you ask me that how many schools are there who are charging 1 lakh and above so in india there are not more than 3000 schools who are charging 1 lakh and above fees across india Uh, we don't have hardly not more than ten thousand schools who are charging fifty thousand above fees. So major part of uh, metal schools is there in the uh, metro cities. Cities also. Got it. Got it. So uh, when you started off, you said you know you had a minimum viable product with respect to the pedagogy and all that. Uh, you spoke something about STEM. Could you elaborate a little bit about STEM? You know, because from what I have spoken to people. uh please correct me if i'm wrong are there kits involved in stem physical kits and uh, so what how exactly stem enhances the quality of education so basically uh, the schools where we are working uh, there was lack of uh, infrastructure facilities like smart boards or television so and we want to you know make sure that students understand the concept because prima facie our goal is that child until the student don't understand the concept there is no there's no importance of doing all this stuff which we are doing so to uh, no make it to go to go one step further we built stem kits stem kit is basically tools that helps teachers to demonstrate the concept inside the classrooms so what we have done we have giving textbooks we are giving the teachers kit teachers kit stem is a part of the teachers kit which has physical material that a teacher want to teach chapter number 4 so there will be a A bag of a paper bag of chapter of four, which will have all the material, which is uh, which will help teachers to explain the concept in the class. So this is uh, broadly this uh, this time is. Got it. 
and just you know one kit per class suffices for the schools yes yes sir yes yes sir. and uh, how long do these kits physical kits last usually it lasts for one year oh so every year the school needs to make a purchase we used to give them uh, as a part of our business model we used to okay got it so how uh, what are the i mean you've built a certain product so far right and you know every day there is a lot of improvements happening be it technolo- uh, technology or ai whatever it is um do you feel that uh, at every point you need to keep uh, you know improving your product is there a team dedicatedly working on making your product even better and better every day is there any improvements every year that you bring into the product that you have definitely i mean see i can say that it is in technology we are doing a fifth revamping of you know improving the technology to you know make it uh, better in 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 ways like you know, earlier we don't we used to only focus on giving the idea of that which are the concept which child is not aware of uh, in last uh, four months we have focused on building the right amount of homework let's say child is the, let's say there are class of 30 students as of now teacher is giving same homework to all the style all the students now with our new piece of technology each and every child is getting the individual homework respect to the his needs his or her dem- needs and demands customized in, in customized in your homework it can happen that you are in class 4 then maybe some questions of class 3 is a part of the question because you need to practice that so that you can understand the class 4 questions in a much better way right uh like recently we have started integrating all the ai models available uh, no recently which has been launched uh, be chat gpt be it, uh, different kind of ai model which helps us to know make our uh, content make our question bank in a much uh, productive way much better way we are uh, doing a lot of research in uh, one of the biggest challenge of our industry is the subject check correction of subjective questions i mean right. teachers need to spend ample amount of time in uh, checking the subjective questions Okay. so we are doing lots of experimentation that uh, uh, by one or another way if uh, that time can get uh, reduced to a greater extent got it social social when you when you have your support and operations and especially when there is a software as a service that you're doing to schools i'm sure you get a lot of requests and feedback from schools can you do this can you do that and stuff like that what are the right. most commonly asked features you know or feedback from school you know what this is if you can do this is going to be better what are the most top five things from all across india that you get and which is yeah, not easily possible also because yeah. uh, what i have seen is uh, people who are from the non tech non tech background no they think hey this can be done that can be done but only the developers know that you know this this is not possible that is not possible and stuff like that So, what are some other things that schools ask, but you're like, you know, it's not that easy. Every school wants application in their own name. Every school wants. Oh, white label. Ah, how I ah, you, you, uh, it's everything looks so good, but I want application in my name. Such is not. This is one of the you know highest demand which we get from the market. uh beyond that uh, school wants to know integrate our software to their existing technologies, B T R P and other uh, stuff. uh that okay we don't want to you know uh, have parents using two different apps right. uh, why don't you integrate uh, that with our own technology and beyond that there are you no know, uh, lots of excited uh, we meet lots of excited principal who think almost 10 years 50 years from here that uh, uh, i want something you uh, know uh, to to measure uh, lots of 
<laughs> there are lots of stuff which is technically not possible at, uh, uh, with our uh, limitations but definitely we have recorded all uh, stuff and we will improve we will start bringing as much as soon as possible got it sushil sushil you said you know a couple of things like white label thing is possible you can charge a premium and uh, have that as a premium offering or something right the challenges with the white label is a uh whenever you want to up, whenever you bring when when you are on the continuous imp, imp, uh, updation mode i mean when you are they are giving you releases after every month and month so it's difficult to know go back to all applications and uh, update those applications and uh, uh, so it's it's very because because our entire model is cost sensitive right we even a, a rupee add uh, spend more on the uh, recurring expense is uh, no affecting our uh, model because working in working in such a low cost model and still staying profitable and scaling growth thing is it's need lots of cost optimization in that uh, particular due course got it sushil sushil you've you've had very you know you've seen education from a very close level and probably in a little more complete way because you started from preschool and then you know you do that first from the child steps into the school for the first time until 12th standard you kind of have an exposure um what do you where do you see education in india heading in the next couple of decades you know uh, how does it look to you what are the advances that we can expect see i um, like i uh, uh, seeing it very closely i i feel that uh, currently are we need to correct our goal post uh, as of now the goal post of indian education system is to make child prepare child for a better job i mean uh uh very openly and bluntly speaking that did need to be uh corrected to a greater extent and we need to focus on the skills because yeah child who is studying in class 3 right now he is going in the real life after 20 years right. 20 years from here right just feel that changes the world is going to adapt in the next 20 years so right. principally principally our focus beat at the school side beat at parent side beat at child side should be getting competent becoming competent with the real life skills rather than uh, no uh, uh, pushing around moving around the you know uh, external factors like doing rote learning and all that stuff so i uh, if you ask me that what improvements i am seeing right now people are concerned but they are still directionless clueless that how exactly things are going to get improved and uh, uh, certainly it's a natural way of getting uh, better year on year but things will get better over the period of time got it and sushil one of the common things that i come across right among you know when we have conversations with our peers and stuff like that we totally um, discuss about say for example today people who are in their 30s or 20s uh they lack so much when it comes to their everyday lives for example some people are not good in finance you know some people are not good in sales but they're great in other stuff but then people realize that sales is a very basic skill communication is a very basic skill and we talk you know what did our schools teach us they have taught us all useless things like you know why did we learn history for or why did we learn geography for but you know none of them are really coming in use you know it's it's not being very useful now so let's say let's take a topic like personal finance which is very important uh, for no matter how good you are if you don't handle your finances well after you start earning 
it's a very dangerous thing for anybody's life so uh, yeah. has that been one of the areas of thought when it comes to your pedagogy are you planning something like that in the future or is it already there see because we are the part of formal education system there are few limitations which uh, is with us is that because you need to follow the syllabus guided by the uh, government of india in the form of uh, national curriculum framework although we as a fraternity we are aware that these are the further things which can be which should be the part of the education system government is working toward it it might take some couple of years but uh, soon everyone is uh, every, uh, this kind of updates you will see in the you know part of our uh, curriculum as soon as possible got it social also you know when it comes to software and saas right um, there are founders you know who are mainly building softwares and you know uh, solving other problems but uh, yours is a very unique thing you started off with pedagogy which is not exactly to be you know saas saas came in to kind of enable your vision Correct. and you know whatever you Correct. want to solve so you kind of fall into those people you know who uh, who i see as somebody who can play a role in uh, shaping what students learn so has there been an opportunity for you to be you know in the discussions that government have you know have you tried going in that route and influencing decisions by the government has that come across your mind or has that opportunity arise for you uh see formally i don't uh, see there are lots of people whom i am connected with a uh, government themselves also have lots of challenges if i want to if i give you the government lens if you uh, wear that lens so you will feel that okay india uh, who is who is there online who is there on linkedin are the is the india born in the tier 1 cities and uh, the challenge of the government being being on the government side is that out of 100 schools 95 schools comes from the uh, rural uh, category which is you know, semi urban or uh, rural category so as a government when you want, i want to take decision i take decision for the basis i my, right. there will be always a soft corner towards uh, rural india for me so government should know either right, uh, one size fit all policies should move from one size fit all policies to the right. uh, different uh, segmentation and different policies uh, should be the part of it so this is my humble suggestion to the by using your platform uh, if anyone from the government authority uh, is there i would like to say that sir we should no focus more on the uh, tailor made approach and uh, you know decentralized approach of uh, being in education got it and uh, social you know you are in a place you know where you have access to schools as your clients right uh, they are you are the vendor you can sell stuff to schools and when you already have built a customer base of about 4000 uh, you're always are you always thinking about okay what next what what's your next product what's your next vertical uh, and you know what what are the things that you've planned in your roadmap so uh, year 1 we cracked the pmf so we are uh, so we are solving question i mean we we are focused we have made a list of questions and until unless question number 3 is not solved we are not jumping to the question number 4 so year 1 we cracked the pmf whether schools will buy the product or offering which we are which we want to say we cracked that in year 2 we cracked sales that whether we we, we are we able to jump from 100 school to 1000 school is it possible to scale in this industry we cracked that year 3 was the operations because the majority of organizations uh, fails after certain number of years uh, after scaling was major part is because of operations they are not able to handle the 
the the the heat which uh, comes from the market. So, uh, so uh, so now it's time for the question number four, which is optimization. Uh, which is, are we able to, for example, if we are able to know uh, get hundred rupees for some product and we are spending seventy rupees, can we reduce that seventy rupees to fifty rupees? Can we increase the profit size by with the more profit you get the more space to spend on the research you get more space to spend on the you know uh, different kind of uh, give something value added to the customers because the if, if i quote them this way a parent who is paying 20000 rupees fees can hardly afford 15000 rupees he is stretching 5000 rupees extra budget to pay 20000 rupees school fees now that parent can not afford more than 2000 to 5000 annual charge of buying the textbooks it's not the part of uh, his economy. He is definitely not going to get afford that. Right now, so there is a constraint that you cannot charge anything beyond that. Now, whatever extra you want to give is you can give only by reducing the cost uh, of it by optimizing at the certain level. So, continuously in last three years, we have focused more on the operations processes, uh, asking the right question to right person at right time, fixing processes or person uh, wherever required. Great, great. I think, uh, I mean, uh, now I feel, you know, that question is, uh, you, as you said, look, there is only so much to play with. Uh, parents mm. are only giving you 3K per year. So you will have to fit in whatever new products you bring in, no matter how good they are, 3K is what yeah. you can get. So it comes yeah. back to you to optimize stuff and reduce your costs and stuff like that. So my idea is that rather than building something new, build better what you are doing. I mean, if I am, if I am having the LMS, my previous, uh, this year element should be better than the previous year. My this year content should be much better than the previous year. And focus more on growing in terms of number of customers. I mean, I don't want to sell more to one one child. or uh, get. Right uh, now I'm not focusing to uh, get 6,000. Earlier I was taking 1,000 from per student. This year I want to take 3,000. I'm focusing that last year I'm catering to 1 lakh students. This year I want to cater to 8 lakh students. Next year I want to cater to 20 lakh students. I mean... This is the way I uh, want to progress uh, in terms of organization. Got it, Sushil. And as a company, are you profitable as a funded company? Yes, yes, yes. This and financial year we... Uh, oh, this is the financial yeah. year that you turned profitable for the first time, is it? Yes, yes, yes. And you're still looking for more funding? Uh, see, funding, uh, yes, but at the right cost. We are not very much aggressive uh, towards raising fund right now. If things work well, I don't want to know because of the market sentiment, I don't want to lose uh, equity because uh, right now, I feel that the most priceless thing which I have is the equity of the organization and uh, I want to keep building. Uh, we are the very few organizations uh, who are scalable and profitable at the, same time, at the same time. We want to know respect that. With that respect, I would like to raise the funds, but at the right terms and right... Uh, if, I, if I would like to raise the round, I would like the other guy should completely watch the uh, from product to organization which we have built and then value at that particular time. Got it, Sushil. Sushil, one probably concluding question. You started off from preschools, went on to schools, then you involved yourself into pedagogy and then you became, you know, a person who's a CEO of a SaaS company, right? That's a bit of a transition. So as when you had to come into this from that, you know, from pedagogy to running a company, that's primarily become software. And of course, pedagogy is important. 
as a software founder or a company, as a person who runs a software company, how did you have to upskill yourself? How did you have to change yourself to kind of fit into this? And uh, how have you gone about doing that? Or was it even needed for you or was it just easy for you? See, uh, see uh, I, to keep it simple, it's always like that for every question which has been asked to you, there can be two uh, no outcome. A, you might be able to answer the question or you might not be able to answer the question. I think if I'm not able to answer the question, it's my time to do the homework research as much as possible and uh, get back to it. So I, 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 I believe in learning the journey. If I'm going to meet you or any CXOs of our team, I, I, I come from a school of thought that you should get prepared to look, uh, to know, to get better informed uh, while speaking to any CXOs uh, of the organization. And I'm fortunate that all our team members are uh, highly experienced and coming from this similar background of uh, knowing the school first and then uh, doing the job which they are doing. So it becomes very much uh, helpful for me to you know execute uh, this Mabut task which I'm doing. Got it, Sushil. And final question, what does your typical day look like as a CEO? So uh, every day our focus is on bringing automation. Every day our focus is on reducing the cost, improving the quality. I mean, so our focus uh, is always on two factors. A, improve the quality of product b reduce the cost as much as possible i mean from day from 6 a.m in the morning till 11 p.m in the during night this our whole conversation revolves around it so what next we can do a to improve the quality of edu- quality of products uh, which can help to improve the quality of education and b to reduce the cost which we are doing so majorly all our conversions revolve around this and this is how i you know uh, meet people uh, which can help me to you know uh, achieve this objective and discuss on the topics which can help uh, these things get achieved. Got it, Sushil. Sushil, uh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, Same here. And you know your experience in this journey uh, was you know very evident uh, the way and and I I really hope that people like you make changes like this so that you know. Sometime, uh, we can also become like Finland. I hope teachers can also get paid. Teachers, the job of teachers become a high-paid job sort of a thing. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you so much for this. It was it was great, Sushil. Thank you, Jagmohan, for you know, giving this opportunity. And your questions were quite apt. I would like to know, uh, compliment you on this part you uh, on my uh, initial conversation you picked up question pretty well you are a very good listener uh, keep it up I doubt uh, having the conversation with you thank you so much it's a pleasure this podcast is brought to you by Edison OS a no code edtech platform to operate an online education business knowledge entrepreneurs can use Edison OS to sell online courses from their own websites manage online masterclasses launch mobile learning apps, sell online practice tests for competitive exams, run online learning communities, digitizing their offline tutoring business, use it as a learning management system, and a lot more cases in the domain of knowledge commerce.